Good afternoon, my name is Rodolfo. This is Jared the Jared. On this week's episode, the Jareds will discuss Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flowers Moon, Gordon Ramsay, The Book of Enoch, Building the First Galactic Observatory, and much, much more. Señores, let's get this started. So, how are you? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a little bit frustrated. I'm not I know. gonna lie. Yeah, I yeah, can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just from that terrible movie we just sat through <laughs> for four hours. Yeah, it's a long ass movie. That <laughs> was so long. I had to move seats mid movie. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I know. I, I went know. and got like two ottomans at the bottom yeah. and put them in front of me. I was like, I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm taking a nap. You did fall asleep, right? I didn't actually. I tried. I oh, tried. Okay. But... I thought I heard you like snore for a minute. Well, I kept like a couple times, like it would like intrigue me. I'd be like, oh, cool death scene. And then it'd be like two seconds and be like, okay, back to nothing or back to a new character that it's going to have absolutely zero development. Yeah, it was vaguely intriguing. I feel like Killers of the Flower Moon. Here's here's the review. Vaguely intriguing. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Scorsese. (laughs) This is what you're reduced to. It's something that starts with vaguely. Um, All right, well, let's get into it, though. Let's get into it. Yeah, okay. What's... uh, well, all right. Well, let's start there. Why was it just vaguely intriguing? Why was it? Because uh, I feel like there was a lot of buildup around it, right? All star cast. Was. Brandon Fraser was in it. Best part of the entire movie. <laughs> he was the best part. That was the greatest <laughs> surprise of the whole movie. They should have given more surprise. lines. Yeah, it should have just been about Brandon Fraser. Is what it, it should have. Been have. About. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, better call Fraser. Um, well, you brought up a good point. Is none of the characters have any depth? You know, we meet all kinds yeah. of different characters. Um, n- none to which have a backstory or many lines. Yeah, they have like yeah. one scene. Yeah, and then they're either dead or like just in the background. They could be an extra, right? And but most importantly, a lot of movies make that mistake. Is the main characters? There's no background, like you're saying, Leo. They could have got into his war trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. other family, right? How he got to his uncle. De Niro yeah. had no background like yeah yeah how did he make his money why the hell is he in Oklahoma why is he so right. sinister blah 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 why is he so sinister <laughs> we should yeah. have seen a scene of him as like Matthew McConaughey as like you know 33 years old like you know murdering yeah, Osage anything, or something right? yeah like just that. like anything, anything yeah, to build uh-huh. a character you yeah know? yeah very flat characterization and I was saying this before, but I want to get it on the pod too. I, it did feel like all of these just like super short vignettes that were just cobbled together because they were, I think they were just trying to take, it's a huge story. I mean, the historical story, there's so many moving pieces and different people involved. And I think they were trying to just like cover too much ground right, and right, right. spread themselves too thin. Yeah. You know? Well, the book... It took the guy who wrote the book like 10 years to compile that research yeah, and information, there you, go. Yeah. you know, yeah. to put that into it. And the book apparently is, is intriguing and it's, 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 <laughs> it's good because yeah. it's, uh, it's, uh, not a fictional account, really. It's mm, a non-fictional, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, based 
And a lot of the stories are interviews he had from the actual Osage. Right, right. But apparently it's not like an exciting read but it's not supposed sure. to be he's not yeah. an author you know he's he's just research he's yeah a rich, he's a historian yeah like a rich dude who was like bored i saw him on yet again cbs <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to do this project oh so he cool. wasn't like a historian or something no, he was just he was like just a, a dude man who, of leisure he, who yeah, decided to write yeah, a book was like, that's really cool and huh. this, like figured out about well, this fucked up shit that happened and was like yeah. started researching and was like whoa this goes deep yeah like, just like how come no one knows this about is this what I, yeah that's what the movie should have been about <laughs> uh, uh he uh yeah and he just got into it you know and and visited the osage like put a bunch of time and energy into yeah. it, just whatever but uh again maybe there is too much to fit in but it, then it was almost four hours long it was too long too yeah yeah right what right. they put into it was not good like my students right i got it they're like can i write more pages or can i do right. more for the abstract it's like mm-hmm. no because the skill the 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 uh the test is writing in a short space right yeah. and what are you gonna choose that's going to fill that space that's gonna be exciting what are you yeah. gonna leave out you know it's mm-hmm. those decisions as an author that make a paper good i i don't care if you can write 15 pages i want to see if you can write seven good pages oh, that's yeah, harder yeah. than writing yeah. 15 pages sometimes, right you know? right yeah so Scorsese lost it. Scorsese lost it. Scorsese has yeah. lost it. Yeah. Would you say it was a proper representation of what happened during the Osage? You know, with the Osage. I haven't gone deep into that. I mean, honestly, I just listened to one podcast episode, History on Fire, about it, and it sounds, at least according to that guy, and he's like a legit history professor. All right, this, right, so right. It, I mean, it sounds like it's pretty accurate historically, sure, at least. Sure. So that's good. But again, I didn't, you know, read but the book not, yet. Not, not necessarily the historical accuracy, because I don't know my, anything about it either than some yeah. CBS Sunday morning. But the d- <laughs> depiction of said events. Yeah. You know, because we see uh, uh, Tulsa or or documentary on like um, Gattaca or something like that. Right? Yeah. Attica. There's a, you know, how was it approached right? Would you say it's like you know woke or or is it like yeah hmm. you know properly so now we're getting de- into kind of like it the... properly depict uh a, a tragedy that happens from a different you know somebody of another race because this came from hmm. also you know freaking new york city white dude martin scorsese mm. too right you know so right yeah 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 that yeah and that's the question yeah i was asking earlier like is is martin scorsese or at least the way the movie was done is the movie in touch or out of touch with our kind of like exactly. racial right, ethnic right, realities right, right, right. that you yeah. know we're hopefully coming to terms with in 2020s america i mean this this history happened a hundred years ago which right. actually isn't even that long that if you long think of go. like right, historical right. spans so I don't know. I can't, I can't say, I don't know if I'm the one to say like watching it, it felt, well, I mean a lot. Okay. A lot of the characters who were flat, well, all of them were flat. So I don't know if this is a good <laughs> argument, but except for Brandon. Yeah. Except for Brendan Frazier. <laughs> but that was all on his own doing. Yeah. That had nothing to do with Scorsese. Well, that's the weird thing, actually. I feel like when people try to make a sort of like woke 
commentary and in 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 a film they end up making kind of all of the characters flat the white ones the brown ones the black ones like everyone just becomes sort of like this um a representation of their race and that's it kind of right you know what i mean where it's like okay like you have all these like hyper nefarious white dudes right who are like literally in a dark room smoking cigars like planning murders right right? which is apparently how it happens so that's accurate (laughs) but then you have like like you're saying um molly the the wife of leo in the film who's um uh osage right she's just fucking crying the entire movie and, and yeah. the one moment where it's like there's me off the most there's yeah. a lot of room to flesh out her character and her story she in the midst of an illness she goes to washington by train which was not an easy visit like makes this getting drugged. heroic right, ju- right. she's getting drugged by her husband un- unwittingly right and then she pushes past her sickness to go to Washington and alert the federal government around what's going on 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 the reservation and all that super, super, super heroic. And that's like a 30 second clip in the movie. Right. (laughs) And like, so yeah, I mean, she wasn't like a deeply fleshed out character either. Right. right? right, So, I mean, everyone is kind of flattened. Um, So I don't know. Is it trying too hard to be woke? Maybe, you know, I mean, are they just like that that's what makes it unwoke or that's what makes it you know borderline racist to me mm. it's a lot of times liberalism goes so far to the right is that you you're racist you go left you're freaking mm. you know you do the exact same evil that you're potentially you're supposedly supposed to fight against you know yeah just like yeah yeah washington redskins are getting sued by like tribal lawyers for you know changing the name to the commanders right and taking away the logo that was made by a famous you know native american artist all this stuff right so yeah, killers yeah. of the flowers moon they go to the osage people they use actors that have never acted and like osage mm-hmm. you know yeah but they're the the way they're built is fucking they're built into uh into uh into like uh like like uh what am i thinking not categories but like uh like stereotypes right right yeah there's they're like caricatures. stereotypes yeah like, <laughs> the scene with freaking uh leo when they're first dating he he tells her that he, he likes to par- sleep i tell you what that money looks pretty good you know <laughs> bro that was weird like how come yeah that, sleep during the day i'll tell you what yeah. and then she's like i have whiskey it's like yeah Dude, you're supposed to be like he was super upfront about being a piece of shit. Yeah, you're good, like supposedly strong and powerful. And then, yeah, he says I'm a piece of shit, and she's like, "Cool." He literally says, "I'm lazy, and I want you for your money." And then she's just like, "Word, that's cool." Cool, (laughs) sounds good. I love your eyes. Yeah, I love your eyes. Yeah, which I say that's the only thing the movie did tap into is is a millennial lazy freaking, and that's yeah. You know, you said the movie isn't really commenting commentating on a hundred years, right? Commentating on twenty twenty three. Yeah, definitely. And one of the biggest epidemics we have is lazy succubus men who like you know professional women they fucking they're like paying all the bills these guys are just like playing call of duty at their house all day long no job freaking drinking like one thing it did hit was lazy moocher men to me and it like that scene where it was like 
they're talking about them and the guy's like, yeah, I employ these guys. Like most of them don't even pretend to work. And it shows right, them partying right, right. in the saloon. Yeah. They're know? all these like yeah. weird party boys, like, like turn of the century, 20 uh, turn of the 20th century party boys. Yeah. But to wrap yeah. that all together, the, all the girls there for is to like cry and like not acknowledge that her husband and her un- his uncle are clearly killing her family. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that weird dichotomy with that Billy guy marrying the younger sister. You yeah. Know, anyways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like again, there's just it was there's a lot of vignettes cobbled together. There's so many moments or like the the Indian. Um, fbi agent right who comes in right yeah yeah Yeah. and like that like that dude's story could have had like that dude was awesome yeah i mean he could have been like the star of his own series right but like he had like three lines right right right. dude looked awesome like you know what's awesome is the fbi (laughs) yeah yeah the fbi crushed it in this movie (laughs) let's go america uh, yeah, the federal government was the hero in this movie, yeah, for which sure, is for sure kind of hilarious. Hoover's boys, yeah, Hoover's boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then that dude's tie with the ring—that was incredible. I need to do that. Oh, Did that you was, that, that was, was cool. Just like yeah. a scarf with a ring on it, yeah, like a little scarf, tight. and yeah. it made into a tie. I'm surprised you're not wearing that right now. That's, that's uh, true. Yeah. That's true. Bro, I'm let's go get some of those. We need. We need. I'm with Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> And then the ending, too, of just, like, and then she died and nobody said anything about the murders. And yeah. freaking, you know, we yeah, have this, yeah, yeah. like, I liked that they showed that because I think that, uh, I think that those stage dramas and, like, radio dramas are fucking mm. really cool. Like, it's cool yeah, how they do totally. that. Yeah, yeah. But that was totally, like, on a look how it's made, you know. Yeah. I didn't like it because of the like it, it fit didn't, into the no, movie. No, yeah, yeah. It was like a cool, um, yeah. It was as like as like a cinephile. It, it was yeah, like, oh, yeah. that's neat. I like that. Exactly. It, but then just it was like, just like, what the it. fuck does this have to do with like <laughs> anything like, right now? Why am I caring about how they make radio dramas? Yeah, right and now? then Martin Scorsese comes out and like reads what yeah. was it, the obituary from Molly, like and an it was just like huh. suit. I'm like, yeah, it was really weird. And then all the dudes that were doing the radio thing were white dudes. And then one of them does like the Indian voice and maybe that fits in, I guess. I don't know, man. Yeah, it was. So there's there's still some weird history now. And you may. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It didn't make sense. Can it make the point again that you made about like the tone of the movie, how how it read like a fucking. uh, Um. Oh, Mo, Larry, and Curly for a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it was like Three Stooges yeah, or yeah. like, uh, or like, uh, ah, what are just like really slapsticky, goofy. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> bad taste. Like, just yeah. like, oh, the scenes where like Uncle Bill, Robert De Niro's character, he's exactly, like, he's like pulling yeah. Leo's character on the ear and being like, why, yeah, Yoda. Right. like, what the? I'm telling you to calm down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, knucklehead. <laughs> Boing. <laughs> and like then, like, the tone was off, you know. When the scene when they like he picks him up with like his silly goggles on and they're yeah, like yeah. at night, like I swear to God, I told him, I told him to leave the gun there. Why yeah, yeah, did you tell him? <laughs> if I told you once, I told you a million times. <laughs> or 
like one of those like really bad like Steve Martin eighties comedies yeah, yeah, or something yeah. where they're both detectives. Yeah, it was like right. two like goofy like comedy dudes like trying to like instead of rob a bank, they're actually killing Osage. So it's yeah, like really it dark fucking weird and yeah. inappropriate, like right. tacky. Right. And you know, like the friend, like, I keep bringing up Fred Leibowitz because <laughs> Scorsese made this like Netflix documentary with her, and like oh, cool. SNL made fun of it because the whole time he's just <laughs> laughing the whole time. He's like, ah, "Can you believe this?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, these fuck these people," you know, just like old like hilarious New York chick. Yeah, yeah. But like, I think that's him now. And like, sure, I think he's like that 90 years old into bro, yeah. a very serious uh-huh. and like, yeah, yeah, you know, sad topic. So, like, yeah, it's I like just they didn't, lost track of what they were doing. Yeah, that whole tone was wrong yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. And and you said earlier, yeah, like the dialogue, there's just no like really solid lines, you know, like, right. like one of those lines that just like really just shift how you're thinking about the whole issue or something like that. Just really poignant, right, right poignant right. dialogue. Like, that just didn't. Right. come through you know honestly the oh and then stupid things like <laughs> they post up leo and robert de niro like right next to each other in the jail like right. later yeah, on sure, like that like, why movie, would they be like, like right next movie, to each other yeah the fuck we're talking about yeah go see it it's like yeah. why would they put them right next to each other a and like yeah. talking to each other yeah and then <laughs> or like the fbi at one point like uh one of the henchmen like is you know everyone's getting like caught up with the fbi and then leo's character is like uh like can i have a word with him yeah like one yeah. of the henchmen for like, like a minute and then the fbi is just like the- oh word yeah like sure and just like leaves the <laughs> right. room so like and leo can just like privately talk with like it made no sense it made no you know? sense and it wasn't to show that like oh look the fbi is racist too They're no it was just like bad writing it just like made no sense they literally yeah. just threw it in there so they could have leo screaming again yeah. yelling all with his fucking leo all coked out brow all coked <laughs> out and fat bro why is leo's brow so furrowed He's what is bender, that man i <laughs> he can't act anymore i'm sorry it's not yeah, like he's so coked out he and just like, acts with his furrowed brow he's going he goes to like fucking clubs in vegas and stuff like the guy's <laughs> fucking it's like dude you're oh, like he's 48 up, years yeah. old like <laughs> go sober like robert downey jr yeah. and like yeah. go get a job for the mcu or something you cannot like go get a job you, for the MCU. you had your time <laughs> yeah, yeah you know now he's just like fat parting coked out yeah. and like still kind of leo but now you can't even i mean I, he's an incredible actor still but there's just like I a guess. lot of him is just like moments of him like freaking out yeah and it's it kind of like, like it was yeah like, it's almost uh, like too much yeah. like bro it's like it was like ben stiller in the <laughs> 2000s freaking <laughs> 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 and then every movie had ben stiller freaking out and it's yeah, like and okay that was like ben the stiller thing. comedies yeah, it's like, aren't okay, very yeah, funny uh, anymore yeah yeah <laughs> And that's freaking Rob. That's Leo. It's just right. like, and then Robert De Niro is Meet the Fockers. You yeah, know, he was freaking, he was more Meet the Fockers Robert yeah. De Niro than he was like Casino Robert De Niro. Exactly. Right? Yeah. We needed Casino Robert De Niro. We needed Casino Robert. That's it, dude. That's it. Because I was <laughs> yeah, thinking, yeah. we don't want Raging Bull Robert De Niro. We yeah. don't want Goodfellas Robert De Niro. Yeah, Casino because he's still trying to be like a good guy, kind of, you right. know, and like you know, put on this face. Yeah. But he's sinister behind the scenes. Yeah. You know what, too? It's like 
I mean, this movie was made by New Yorkers, which is actually like, I feel like we, we, we almost forget in America because we're becoming like a monoculture because of the internet and stuff. But it's like, there is still like regional differences, which is cool. That's like, I like that, that you can go to the Northeast and it's something that's pal- palpably different from the Southwest, right? And you're asking a bunch of like lower Manhattan, New York guys, essentially, who make like Casino and Goodfellas to come to the Southwest, Midwest (laughs) and like make a, you know, like Native American history movie. And it's like, man, you're just, yes. And it's like, so it's just the the flavor, the the flavor is just off, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, there's this. And that's not even, sorry to cut you off, but that's, that's not even to say that like, you know, Scorsese shouldn't be touching Native American history or something. Not like that. It's no. just like a regional thing. That's like the flavors off. Well, there's like this this New Mexican Italian restaurant that you know it's busy. You know, people go. I'll. I don't like it <laughs> here in town. You yeah, know? it's kind of weird. Like, right? yeah. It's not. It doesn't spaghetti western. Doesn't, yeah, yeah, like they have like green chili chicken, like lasagna. Yeah, it's like not an Italian. Like it's yeah. kitschy. Like right. you know what I mean. Right. But it's not freaking rostica antipasta. You know. Right. It's not, <laughs> Like there's like right. 47 things on the menu, and one time I saw them like open up one of their bottom drawers to their oven, and there all the spaghetti noodles were down there, and the guy just like got a bunch of spaghetti uh-huh. noodles and like kicked the drawer back, and I was like, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> like, God, yeah, dude, no. yeah, yeah, it's like mice living in there or something. Who the right. hell knows? Yeah, man. I've been watching. You're too off many. restaurants, dude. You're, no, you're, I'm off. Yeah, I'm off. Yeah. Kitchen nightmares, man. That's too bad because. Smell it. I like restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken's frothing and it's fucking dead. What is this? What? What? Who is this? <laughs> oh, dude, Gordon Ramsay. Oh, uh, okay, cool, cool. Been, Dalton told me I've been watching too much Gordon Ramsay. Though. Yeah, I need to stop. It. I've Damn. been yelling, smell. Bro, it is true house. though. I mean, it is like you have no idea. Like when you go to no, a restaurant, like checks on these yeah, people. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked up, man. Yeah. And we get sick all the time. Yeah, even like, just energetically, like dudes like coked out in the back, which is true. I mean, like kitchen culture is oh, like a absolutely. weird thing, but it's like you have some dude who's like on fucking yeah. speed, like putting together your stuff. It's or like just energetically. Like, or off. even like most of them are just like alcoholic dudes. That yeah, party yeah. They're a bunch right. of Leos. They're a bunch of Leos, and bro. They don't from, like, bro, I was yeah. friends with these guys in my 20s when yeah, I was in yeah. bands. They don't wash their hands and shit. Like, oh, I would never yeah. like eat something from them. And they like supposedly work at like, really expensive restaurants downtown santa fe right know? fuck that. i mean it's great food i don't home, even man. care yeah there's still good I food care. But, okay, I'm, just, fine. I'm off <laughs> i'm completely off i'm gonna learn I'm, I'm a pretty great cook as it is i want to like bump it up you know yeah yeah and like people, bump it up like, bro. restaurants with all kinds of things on the menu and stuff yeah, it's yeah. rotting back there man it is rotting <laughs> they were like one yeah. restaurant 80 degree 74 degree refrigerator 74 yeah. degrees is like a sauna yeah but this is gordon ramsay's like trying to find the <laughs> shittiest restaurants right this is like the you know it's not like i mean i'm sure there's something to that but nonetheless though you're telling me it's not happening though it Bro, happens I like, a lot i like it better when you watch bourdain because then it because then it's like oh bro let's like go out to eat and like we'll get some wine it'll shut be it so down. good like, shut it down oh, i don't like this i don't like dude, gordon ramsay jerry dude, this i'm sucks. gonna shut it down i'm shutting this pod down <laughs> no <laughs> smell it smell it oh this sucks <laughs> all right whatever okay. freaking 
But but also there is a, a funny uh, before we get off of killers. There's a funny yeah. I have a couple more things. Yeah, about killers. yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a funny uh, joke that you had brought up too that we were laughing about. Now I can't think of it because Gordon Ramsay's screaming in my head right now. So go ahead. All right, one thing that comes to mind. Dark turn here, right? Okay, okay. one criticism I've heard of American literature, storytelling, film, TV, all that is that it really delights, generally speaking, in um, mangling and mutilating minorities' bodies. Right, right. Right? I mean, that's like a thing in media. Maybe less so now. Hopefully less so. But, like, um, you know, it's always, like, in horror films and, you know, older days, like, black dude's always the first one to go get killed by the slasher. Like, whatever, right? Right. All this, you know, or... um, is that happening too in in Killers of the Flower Moon, where like there is some sort of like watching a car wreck kind of dark, dark, dark American pleasure in seeing? I can't even say because it it's so fucked up, but like you know the mangled bodies of right, of right. these women in this movie because you don't see the brutalated bodies of. Um, anyone else it's it's all native women in the movie right, whose right, bodies right. are getting mutilated and historically that's what happened so right, you know you need right. to be upfront with the history right but is there some sort of like darkness there that that can situate the movie with that in 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 with that criticism you know right right well there's a there's a uh, scholar that talks about that actually and it's yeah. sort of like a gore capitalism you know where right. you're, yeah gore capitalism you're mm-hmm. you're making money off of the mutilation of the bodies but then right. there's a really I wish I remembered what her name was but this black scholar who talks about how the slavery films right those yeah. were made as a way to like yes people are like getting off sort of on the mutilation of the body yeah and then the white guy is always the main character not the protagonist right right the main right character yeah he's either the one inflicting the pain or yeah. making the story move right he's right. the mover of the story yeah yeah, yeah. and that's one thing killers of Fowler's moon dude maybe that's it moved the story at all it was just it was leo centric what if what if they made that movie yeah what if they made that movie from molly's perspective where she's the main character right right? right. i mean that would be a very different film see that would be a southwest film that would be a southwest film said earlier too about just like to be of the place to have the flavor yeah you know and like the southwest film we would have focused in on john the 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 native cop who came in right his investigation and that why was that dude working for the fbi that's so interesting in the 1920s like wow sarah's perspective from her and the tribal leaders more so you know Mm -hmm. and they would have been the fucking characters not fucking coked out leo right yeah yeah fuckers and meet the fuckers to Nero. yeah but bro uh, i want to explore that point about the gore capitalism thing because i remember uh yeah. finney coleman and african-american sure. lit unm was pretty much talking about that with um um oh fuck what's the name of the movie dude in chicago kills some kills that rich chick cuts her head off um Nate, uh oh my god native son native son yeah, yeah. thank you uh but i remember finney saying like in native son like there's like a scene like towards the end or whatever where they're like they're in the courtroom and then they like bring out the body of like one of the bl- the black women that bigger thomas was that his name bigger yeah yeah that bigger kills 
And then uh, the way that that scene is framed is like it's there's that gore capital right, around right, this right. character's body, you know, but then yeah. you never see that happen with like, you know, the other with the white characters who are killed right, and their right. bodies are disposed of like more respectfully or whatever. Right, right. Well, that's not true because Bigger throws her in a fire pit. Right. But that book's so fucking that's crazy. That's chops her up and puts her in the furnace. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. But, but that, that was written by Richard yeah. Wright, though. You right, know, right, right, right. It, yeah. it wasn't written by, you know, yeah, John Leibowitz. Fran Leibowitz. Fran yeah. Um, um, yeah. And, and, you know, just the exploitation. Here's one thing I want to talk about is the truth behind what happened man it's so yeah. fucked up right and this is also yeah, where the joke like the we're kind of laughing yeah. is just like how fucked up are these dudes yeah these racist dudes are like <laughs> yeah not only are we gonna go like start killing like osage it was oh, yeah. in the way that they did it they like right. learn their language like yeah years just like I yeah got a plan guys. yeah it's like go fucking rob a bank like, like five years to learn their language yeah. and then like spit for yourself up get these girls to actually like you and want to marry you like yeah. this is like a 15 year it's a long year project plan. bro it's a long long a project. project and it's yeah. like why didn't it's you like just do so fucking sinister. anything else right Right. so weird like what, what the like why yeah that? does he have a hobby like yeah what happened to like picking up the old like harp you know and singing at the, the pub <laughs> right. but you wanted to do but, that. i mean these guys are curious uh, uh, or obviously psychotic right uh, clearly psychotic because right, yeah they're right. cortez guys which they're is often driven psychotic. by money you know and the greed yeah. Yeah. Well, money just becomes like another tool in their toolbox you know the psychopath's right, right. toolbox but it's not all about money and they're like no they're getting it's off sick. on the it's yeah sick yeah know? yeah yeah it's fucking wild. It is wild. And I don't have anything to say about it. It's fucking <laughs> wild. Why? I just want to address, yeah, just how fucked yeah. up those people are. And it's like, right. you know, from like our perspective, it's like, my God. Yeah. And just like we we're saying, yeah, some another vignette. Do, my God. Another kind of vignette in the movie. So they had the, um, the native dude who was melancholic they kept calling it he was suffering from mel- melancholia so they wanted right, to right, um right. you know make he it look like he killed himself right oh like the the alcoholic melancholic exactly. indian yeah, dude yeah yeah that's like getting manipulated by the smart white guy right know? right and then like the tragic indian women and the like yeah really manipulated you know colonel sanders guy everything was a freaking <laughs> stereotype man. right yeah there was a little bit of nuance though in that moment because they had okay. the melancholic guy and then right. the guy who's hired to kill him right right and they end up hanging out and becoming friends for like six months i right? like that i like that yeah. and it and it's very subtle they they actually probably could have played it out more but the reason that the guy ends up shooting him in the back of the head instead of the front was because they were friends he it was such a fucked up environment right, and time right, and everything right, yes. at least the way they depict it in the movie he couldn't up, right. yeah he couldn't shoot his friend in the face right. so he had to do it he had to get wasted and then do it in the back of the head and was upset about it and there was something you know. smart about that guy but, he knew what he was doing that's why right. he went and gave leo the gun too yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i swear to god i told him shoot him back of the head whapping that scene is so dumb oh bad dude yeah 
Or like one of those like really quirky British like spy movies, you know, starring. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who's that really famous like 1950s British comedian? Anyways. Oh, um. Oh my God! What? Yeah, what's his name? You know the guy who's who in Pink, Pink Panther guy. Pink Panther. <laughs> yeah, 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 the Pink Panther guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell's that guy's name? This is gonna bother me yeah. so much. Peter. Peter O'Toole. No, no. Peter. It is Peter something. Is it O'Toole? Maybe. I think O'Toole might be somebody else. Yeah. I feel like it is Leibowitz. Peter something. Then. <laughs> All right. Well, what are some uh, pros? from killers of the flower moon pros are a lot of people got to know the story you know yeah, whether great. it was told right yeah. or wrong mm-hmm. i didn't know about the osage and oil and right them getting yeah. over a hundred of them murdered by some crazy kfc colonel sanders white guy yeah and you know it shows the po- this politics is systemic r- racism where mm-hmm. the cops wouldn't do anything about yeah. it the yeah, priests yeah. wouldn't do anything about right. it the, you know Bro, one thing that comes to mind, though, too, is like there's a moment, I think it's the um, someone in like the Osage tribe in the film, one of the like chiefs or, or the mother or someone like, you know, higher up or whatever. They said something. Oh, is that dude? They're having a meeting and they're like in the Kiva or whatever. And like the one dude's kind of making a speech about how like we should have never gotten involved with the oil money in the first place where he, he essentially goes like, we're playing, we tried playing their system. We tried playing their game and sure it's gotten us some money, but it's in, it's inherently evil. It's inherent garbage. And we're, and now we're seeing the, the other shoe was dropping because we got involved with this game. Right. Right. You know, which was like fascinating. Cause I mean, and that is like, unfortunately I think, you know, it's like, money sucks i don't know it sucks that there's just this like ah we need to just fucking claw our way to to just like pay rent it's like holy shit you know so it's like it's it's a lot it's kind of crazy but i thought that was a really fascinating commentary on the system itself and it's like kind of like uh you know integration into um into i don't know white culture or whatever where it's like okay you can play that game in order to you know, enjoy the resources and benefits right. of it and wear your fur coat and shit like that. Um, but is there something inherently icky about the game itself? You know, Right. And that's not uh, to say that if you make money, it's okay for fucking racist white dudes to murder you. Well, you yeah, duh, right, but yeah. it is going to say that a commentary on mo money, mo problems, right? <laughs> <laughs> Greed right. and Western civilization came and, yeah. And brought all this wealth. Well, with it, it brought predators and snakes, you know, yeah. and coyotes. Coyotes and, freaking, and snakes you know, and shit, yeah. And uh, Leah was a snake, you know. And, yeah. uh, and and again, that goes, you know, commentating on 2023. Yeah. The stock market, freaking retail trading now, people going huge debt with college. Gamble, whatever sure. it is. Yeah, you all, know. all the snake like venomous parts of uh the system we live in. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is predatory, so much of it, you know. Right, right. Yeah. And then uh you know, we fall into these traps where we think we're oh man, I made a few hundred bucks here, an extra hundred bucks there, and it's just like, mm-hmm. well, what are you giving up? Yeah, you know? and that's the exchange, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
that's not and that's not to say i mean if someone's making good money on something that's fantastic that's wonderful Absolutely. yeah like you said it doesn't like mean said, that you know disclaimer, that doesn't mean yeah. if you make if you are successful you deserve yeah. to be because like, yeah. that's a false dichotomy too right, right being like right. success the system is evil therefore success is evil like no right, no if right. you can you know carve out something good for yourself here and like kill it that's hell yeah yeah that's wonderful. wealth isn't meant you know? for evil people like it should yeah. be meant for for yeah. good people and, and for oh, masses, be, some people know? do wonderful and, things with yeah, wealth exactly. too you know but it just yeah. missed the boat for me ultimately I, I, sure I, you know my yeah. final just the final i'm glad we closed the strand of time too yeah we had to close the strand of time that was a yeah. weird cut off you know yeah yeah new england folktales yeah we left the pod like we're three gonna go weeks see ago, the movie ago, never got like, to we'll it we'll be right back guys this is what could never happen <laughs> never got we, to it. we're we closing the through loop. somewhat of a movie that night yeah, ourselves yeah, but yeah you know, here we are now, disappointed and <laughs> disappointed, and vaguely intrigued, tailbone. Yeah. yeah, vaguely intrigued. Yeah, I will say the way it was shot. I mean, like you know, Scorsese as a director does have so much. Like what, fucking fifty years of experience? Oh it's sure, like, there were you know the way it shot was right, yeah right. was beautiful, and then and then they do a yeah. good job playing with language where, um because they're speaking during scenes like the Osage language, right? right? right, And in some scenes it has subtitles and other scenes it doesn't. And it, and it keeps doing this thing where you're kind of like, sometimes you're in, sometimes you're out. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And, and I feel like that was actually a pretty useful And we have to like gauge the, the language through body emotion. Yeah. You know, this kind of goes through like, I've really been meditating on like sign language and like, cause I've been mm-hmm. trying to teach it to like, you know, ASL students yeah, writing yeah. in English and right. You know, the way that, that just language in general is, is interpreted when you can't hear it. It's, it's quite different, mm. you know, yeah, you interesting. See, uh, sentences different. You see, you know, yeah, but yeah. you can actually know and sense and feel what's happening in a conversation, even totally. if you don't know what's, what's actually being said you know yeah just by seeing leo's furrowed brow you know he's not very happy (laughs) yeah that is funny that dude oh just even when he's not acting it i think his eyebrows are just locked in that position like he just has this like intensity in his face right so So much much coke coke. yeah coked out leo well another pro too like the cinematography the way that was shot i mean there are moments that's just like beautiful shots of um the character Molly and her daughter like singing prayers as the sun is coming up. And whenever there were those kind of nature shots, the human beings were always kind of like in the bottom left corner or something like that. And then most of the shot was just like the vast open spaces or the woods and the sunrise. And I thought that was kind of cool too, that they um, were including the landscape in in that way. Right. You know, Oh, beautiful cinematography. Even yeah. the that scene where like the fire's going on outside and the drapes are there and the like weird shadows going on. Yeah, the, totally. Like, yeah, definitely. That know. was cool. That was really cool. Yeah. But would you say this is gonna? This is pretty much putting an end to like him and De Niro's collaboration together. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, they're old as shit. I don't know. I mean, okay, you know how like Jane Fonda and some of those old, old chicks always do, uh, they do these like, I don't know what to call them. They're just these like old lady comedies. 
Like there's one where they're like <laughs> trying to meet uh fucking Tom Brady or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like this crew of like four or five. Or yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. this crew of like yeah. four or five just like actresses who were like hot in the sixties or something, who are like now doing these like old people comedies. Right, right. I could see Scorsese just like doing no longer, you know, mainstream sort of like <laughs> Doing old You're people shit. A terrible <laughs> picture for the end of his career. <laughs> this is I why, don't know, man. This is why I, I never know. argued with uh with um with uh freaking Kill Bill Tarantino Tarantino's decision yeah. to quit. Like he's uh, he's gonna cool. make one more yeah. movie and he's gonna be done. Yeah, that's cool. Huh. And uh, I'm totally with him. It's like, yeah. dude, stop like yeah you know yeah. in fact your last one was okay like you know yeah yeah once upon a time in hollywood it was not my favorite you know yeah you know it's a weird thing man or go ahead you're gonna i don't know that's pretty much it like i think there's a point where in which we should stop you know no yeah no, you know you're <laughs> stopping agreed yeah or don't stop but just acknowledge that you're yeah. not good anymore like yeah. not like you used to be like yeah you know i think I mean, our brains just get like nostalgic or something i don't know what it is well you also get locked into a form right where it's like even like the rolling stones or some shit it's like right. those, those guys like wouldn't know what to do otherwise right, which right, is okay right. that's a wonderful thing like keep playing music keep making films sure that that's actually really cool right um but like i think they're just like I mean, how long has Chrissy again, like 50 years or something, the dude's been making movies. What else would he well, do? Back to CBS Sunday morning. The Stones were on, were on the other day. Oh, funny. And they're like, the first album released in over 30, 20 years. And it was like, cool, that sounds like the Stones, like from mm. like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it was like that. Their that that album will never be played on the radio. Yeah, not one Gen X or Z or one Gen Z or will it, will ever give a fuck or even know about that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, like it's like cool. You guys released an album, but you're not. You know, you sell out your stadium still because yeah. of freaking. You know, deal with the devil and songs like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Freaking, I don't know. Not because of your new work, you know. It's sure. not like yeah. you're winning awards with like the new album by the yeah. Rolling Stones, you know. Yeah. So when Jared to Jared gets like really big, right, right. When we have like you know fucking hundred thousand listeners, right, we're crushing yes, it, yes. you know, a few million, um, making ethical money and uh, right, you know, right. like, <laughs> all that, right. We're gonna go out on top, right? We're gonna we're gonna get oh, up yes. to episode like nine hundred and forty two or something and then just be like, Hey man, like we're getting kinda old, like we've done our thing, right, we're good, right. but this project is just like we've been saying the same shit over and over again for like twenty years. Let's right. um let's move on to new projects. Is that sure. gonna you know? Are I we would gonna say so? I mean yeah. It'll you be know, funny to like look back. At one back point, and... the conversation will end eventually. The, the Jared <laughs> to Jared combo for the pod, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh, the friendship will always last, yeah. but you know that We're would doing... be funny. The last time we ever hang out. All right, we said it all. We said it all, man. We <laughs> just like <laughs> we sit down to record one more, and we're just like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's over. It's, like, it's well, done. I guess. Um, see you, man. Yeah, the karma has dissolved. And, yeah. yeah. Mm. 
I don't know if it would work like that, especially with podcasts, because it's such a, a, a funny genre. But I will say this. There's going to come a t- point where the only listeners we still have are like our friends, like Fran Leibowitz and our regulars, like our the, the hundred thousand we get in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Not the hundred thousand that we we will never get in in 2043 you know in 2053 you know what i mean yeah it's yeah. not gonna be those generation of people it's yeah still there's gonna not gonna be, be like gen like, alpha or whatever they are gonna be you know the millennial old millennials and yeah, like sure. watching fraser you know but yeah, even yeah. still then we're not we're gonna watching be like fraser. what is this new like vr podcast i can't find it anymore yeah yeah and they're gonna stop listening it's gonna be fine but yeah it will probably come together for like, you know, occasional. But honestly, man, I have always look forward to a fucking retirement. Even though podcasting is like a way to retire in a way. Sure, <laughs> sure. But like a retirement from like all tasks, pretty much. You yeah, know? yeah. Like not even messing with Adobe or putting on film. Just sure, like, sure. I can literally just like go sit on the lawn with like Hagrid the fourth and like read you <laughs> Hagrid <know>. the fourth <laughs> read Othello and just like be cool with the world uh, you yeah. know? I don't know hmm. I don't know how do you see it see what my retirement the future of the pod <laughs> do you think it'd end sure yeah I think like let's build it up we're gonna get on top and then uh close it out when it's still hot you know <laughs> Go out on top. Of course, that could be a while, though. You know, we we oh, be sure, our yeah. fucking dad's age by the time. You know? Yeah, but it is funny. Like now, now you got me thinking, like generationally, right? Because like with this pod, okay, like Gen Z probably not gonna listen to it. Uh, I don't know. And I don't know who what the dumb. It's probably our friends. Like you know, everyone uh, probably in their thirties, about our age, and then right, maybe some right, family right, members. Right. Maybe you know, some Xers, boomers, yeah, yeah. family members, whatever. Some Gen Xers. But, like, there is a, you know, it's just a stylistic difference. And now I'm thinking of Flowers Moon where, like, okay, Scorsese is, like, 100 years old. Right. And I think when you get these dudes, these, like, Hollywood guys who are, like, in their 80s who try to be, like, you know, down with the struggle and, like, (laughs) you know, and who are, like, oh, yeah, we totally get like what millennials or gen z what our value system or what is the osage went through yeah yeah it always <laughs> yeah, like kind of like ago. falls flat like i remember uh watching marlo did you see that one liam neeson plays philip marlo oh i never saw it all because you told me not to watch yeah it, it yeah, wasn't yeah. great it yeah. wasn't great to be honest but i remember like similarly there's like a scene where um you have like the hyper racist dude and then like the um because it's you know it's filmed as if it was the 40s and you have the like very overtly racist guy and then his like driver this black dude you know kills him with a shotgun towards the end of the movie and everyone like yay cheers right killed the racist but it it still felt sort of just like canned or something it was like it was like man you like just this like old dude making this like crappy philip marlowe movie just like went for like the cheap cheer moment you right, know it's right, like it didn't right. feel genuine you know it felt yeah, like it can't so exactly, yeah it can't yeah. like so i don't know maybe there's like a generational thing too where it's like these older directors and writers are trying to tap into the um ethos and pathos of what's of the uh right of of found i don't know young people's narrative right now and then it just sort of like feels stunted you know right right 
And also, I think, you know, there is going to come a time when me and you are 80 years old, 70s, freaking 180, like, Scorsese. <laughs> 11 to 11. And the show is not going to be good anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like, sure. people aren't going to want to hear us anymore. It's like, dude, right, you guys right. are so old. Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, Joe right. Biden's, you know, just like, oh, you know, it's <laughs> Just like, like all right, ben Winters, you got yeah. your PhD fucking, like, 60 years ago. Right. You're so yeah, out of touch. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're, you have two feet in the grave but like, that comes from clinging though man your life enjoy your life you know? yeah but see i don't i'm always reluctant around these uh generational conversations because i think that this sort of like there is generational segregation right right where it's right. like you know fucking old people belong in nursing homes fuck them they don't have any wisdom to share they're just like you know what they're boring they're stuffy they don't get it uh, give yourself a little bit closer oh uh, yes yeah. yeah there you go yeah, which is like not. I, I feel like we're we're actually cutting out a lot of wisdom when we do cut out older generations, right? right so I think right. there's something weird too about like right. I don't want to be like okay, Martin Scorsese, he's old, so we don't want him anymore, <laughs> right? But I also want to be like Martin, stop trying to right, be right. the voice of the younger generation like like yes. it's not your shit, man. We want authenticity. Is, yes. We want you to do what you do. And, and we want to, um, you know, bask in your wisdom and right. that's great, you know? So like being of the age that you are and owning that and owning that chapter, not being 80, trying to, you know, speak to, you know, 30 year olds or something. I don't right. Know. Right. Maybe he wasn't doing that though. I don't know. No, still, I you think know, you're but, exactly right. It's, yeah. it's about being inauthentic. Yeah. It's just authenticity, you know? I don't know if it's just that though, because mm. His last movie that he made with Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci was in it back and like yeah, Pacino, oh, the Irishman, the, the Irishman, yeah, right? yeah. I All didn't the see classics that. Classics yeah. were in it, you know. Right. It fell flat for it most flat. people. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I thought it was okay, but like, yeah. Listen, there were like really it was like indiana jones just like comical oh God, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. like robert de niro beating up these middle-aged right. like mobster dudes in yeah. the street yeah guys 90 years old like yeah. i don't care how much cgi you use it just doesn't work anymore mm-hmm. and then like because you can cgi him look younger but the body still moves like yeah it's, it's still yeah so it's, it's not like great. he's yeah. still waddling mm-hmm. you know and almost right. fell on the curb and like yeah and beyond that, you know, yeah, yeah, it just it just wasn't there, like yeah. really. Anymore. It's like, bro, like, be eighty, and that's it, the right. thing, right? It's like we're we're, and even just people generally, I feel like we're we're constantly trying to like be eighty. I love be that. other yes, things yes. than what we are. Where it's yes. like, bro, you're just be what you are, and that's cool, and we're gonna love it. You don't need like to. you're saying. The movie I would have wanted to see was like yeah. a really like warm and wholesome like slapstick like comedy not slapstick but like romantic comedy about a mobster in an old age home who like falls in sure. love with some chick that, it'd like, probably be great you, you know, know yeah I mean, yeah maybe some drama goes down in there yeah. like there's and some, then leave yeah. the osage story and again this isn't an argument leave where it's osage like you know don't tell like that story or something but it's na- like female native american exactly, director bro, who's gonna and tell it who's from gonna, yes. molly's eyes right, or literally right. anyone else's eyes not Leo. I went like, to this fucking. Now I'm mad. Yeah, I went to Chicago with this, you know, on this haku like Hispanic conference for this big old thing. You yeah, know? and Apple 
executives, so many Apple executives that want to do like Hispanic institutions, you know, mm. they're like, we're going to fine and dine you in Chicago. We like show up and there's like 14 people there and like yeah. Apple executives and stuff. And still like most of the table was white. Right. And like right. one of the and 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 like, you know, the other like a big quarter was like black, too. And it was like this yeah. one, which is fine and all whatever, you know, join the cause. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. this the one girl from Brooklyn, a teacher, Chicana girl, Latina girl, she's a fucking badass, like old lady, friendly friend, you know, yeah. Lopez. <laughs> she uh, Lopez. <laughs> she was like, you know, uh, don't like be offended, but why are they why are you why are you all here like why are you here because right for years the problem is for hundreds of years mm. is all the money that gets sent through the federal government to colleges to corporations whatever it goes to white people to mm. save the brown people right it goes right. to another race to say what they the how the money should be used right to save you so yet again it's mm. like oh well thank you for budgeting this money for us it's like there yeah. should be a table of well, osage yeah. there right, should be right. a table of hispanic professors that get beaten down and are very smart and we can take care of ourselves you know yeah. let us tell yeah. our own fucking story i like that yeah. beautiful yeah let us tell our own story. Yeah. yeah, that's that's literally all it is, right? It's, it's literally like people all it want is. to tell their own stories. Like and that's and you said the money thing, the money getting essentially filtered through elites, right? right and right. and that has historical prece precedence and that's in the Killers of the Flower Moon too. Right. Um so again, there's pros and cons to that movie for sure. But where um Molly's character has to go, this this is true, historically true. She had to go to like the bank to to request m her money it was her money their money you oh, know right right and right. request their money <laughs> yeah. from like these white bank owners yeah in oklahoma who were like then asking them well what are you using the money for right. and it's then like, we're trying to like advise them this, yeah yeah and keeping track of what they're spending yes, it on yes. and everything right so it still is going through this right, filter so right. even though they were you know very wealthy from the oil money that oil money was nonetheless being right, filtered right. through this elite class like, sure, right we'll give you money but let's you need white banker men to tell you how to spend it or yeah because yeah, you're yeah. too stupid you brown yeah. people are too stupid yeah. to like you don't get it figure out how to yeah. like make your own infrastructure in a college right. or like come up with some, yeah. you know, a, a lesson plan. Fuck right. you. So you take Which all our money true. and yeah. go to Chicago mm -hmm. and fucking, you know, don't even give us the time of day. Yeah. And you get the fucking money, you know, right. and we're right. over here making $49,000 right. a year struggling. Yeah. You know. And that's like, that's a big argument too. When you look at like government programs and stuff like that, where it's like, well, why don't you just take that money and give it to people because people know what they need more than, you know, the this outside external agency knows what they need. Right. right? right. And then there's, you know, I think I think that's one of the defining features of America and American government and power and all of that is a deep, deep, deep distrust of human beings, of individuals. Right. right? Where right. it's like there's this suspicion that if I give this person money, right? I mean, this is part of why we didn't get, and you know, we got like what, $2,000 during the pandemic when no one, you know, was working and stuff like that. Other countries were getting way more, giving way more money to their residents, you know? And, um, 
part of the idea is just like we can't give money to people because they're going to spend it on drugs. They're right, going to spend right. it on booze and partying. Right. They're going to spend it on porn and TV. <laughs> right, like, you know, right, like right. there's this weird, like deep, deep distrust of individuals and this and this assumption that we're not adults and can't take care of ourselves. And, you know, I'm not an economist. Who knows? Maybe that is true. I don't know. But I also assume just looking at my own life, if, if I got or actually the money I did get from the fucking pandemic, I paid off some loans with, you right, know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I did a very responsible yeah, thing I with that money. Child, I'm sure a lot like, of. Yeah, yeah exactly. A lot of people rent, just yeah. like fed their kids, paid rent, paid off some loans. You right, know, it's like. Right. right what the hell man you know but yet they give tom brady like eight million dollars because of his fake business that yeah. he runs well he's trustworthy tom fucking brady yeah, yeah. well that's because it's tom brady and it's yeah. not tom. we know him it's cool right, you know right, like it's right. yeah. yeah tom archuleta then he went in the gun shit, you know <laughs> right right and that's where the fucking fucked up racism still exists. And I mm. agree that that strides have been made clearly. Well, yeah, duh, we're not you like know, fucking. But, yeah. but what's scary is the racism that occurs now is almost unseen. It's felt. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. And you know it. Like I had to tell HR one time, just like, I know what's happening here. I've seen mm. it before. I've read it before and I felt it before. Yeah. So you better fucking like end this meeting fast before things get really bad for you all. Mm. You know. Yeah. Racism, man. Yeah. 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 The more subtle shit. Yeah. Subjective racism. It's wild. Right. Right. Yeah. Do you feel, in your experience, is that something that, however many years down the road, you know, we'll look back on and be like, oh, dude, that that shit doesn't even exist. The subtle, you know looking at someone the wrong you know all that sort of shit like is that on its way out or is that the kind of stuff that's just gonna like we're human beings you know it's just unfortunately part of human nature fear of the other that's gonna be around forever smell it in your experience you know, i don't <laughs> <laughs> shut it down <laughs> no i think that uh i think that it's gonna last for a very very long time yeah that being said not forever I think we're coming to this weird technological space mm. and like the new generation, like it's going Star Trek. Like we're not even like, I don't think in, in 150 years, anybody's going to be identifying as male or female or whatever the hell. Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody's really going to be identifying as, Oh, you're, you're, you're a Chicano or like, mm you're a pure blood Osage or, you know, you're a pure blood white dude. Like there ain't going to be no more anymore. Yeah, like sure. everything is like really blended and you know what I'm yeah. saying? Sort well, that's of, already like, the case. No, I feel I mean, like, like we're, we're, we're moving to, uh, to uh, an identification that is without categories. Yeah. It's more of an individual, like, you know, back to like experience more than a, a definition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it does. But do you think we already, I don't know, there, there's these weird, like sort of like realms of actuality and then realms of, uh, of imaginary realms and then the imaginary that becomes real. So I remember, uh, Scarlett saying during one of our grad classes with her, she said how like, okay, racism or race doesn't, 
actually like biologically exist right, right it's all right, a construct right, right. so it's imaginary it's right, not real right. but then this imaginary thing has deeply deeply real consequences, consequences yeah, right yeah. um and then you know if you look at your own sort of genetic history we talked on the pod once about um dna tests and stuff like that you're a fucking everything you're right, from everywhere right, right? right. but then yeah. you know if i I don't know, just like, look here, I'm like, oh, Chicano dude from New Mexico. Right, but then if right. you peel back the layers, you're like, no, this dude's fucking Scottish, right, English, right. King Arthur, S motherfucker, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, totally. Basque, yeah, like, yeah. all of these Mongolian. layers, right? <laughs> yeah. So, or, okay, or me, right? Like, um, pretty solidly Irish and Italian, right? Um, family came here 100 years ago. And sure. the idea of whiteness, just like, when my family were in Europe, there's like, they weren't white. I'm right. not trying to make the argument right. that right. I'm not white or whatever, any sure. of that, but sure. like, sure. um, my Italian side were these fucking, all, you the know, point of how ridiculous racism is, you know? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like we're the idea of race stupid. itself is like, imagining. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's a construct. Yeah. yeah so it's, it feels it's like not real. Yeah. So the, the reality, like, yeah, exactly. So the reality is that we're already in this sort of like deeply fluid space where everyone is kind of everything but then for some reason there's just like this part of our minds or consciousness or whatever it is that wants to categorize that wants to be like i know what you are you know and now i know what to expect because i know what you are you know yeah when the reality is like no you have no fucking idea what that person's background is at all almost you know Which I feel, uh, again, I, I feel like we're going to find different reasons to, to uh, like, I don't know, to criticize each other. And, yeah you know, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be ra- race in 250 years. Right. Yeah. There's always you something, know, right? It's, you know what I mean? It yeah. might be like species, you know. <laughs> right. Just yeah. like, oh, well, yeah. he's not fucking human, you know. Yeah. This guy's from Zoltar, you know. Fuck, dude's <laughs> from Zoltar, man. Fucking, Zoltar. don't talk to him. Don't Zoltarian, talk to him. <laughs> man. Don't give him a loan. <laughs> guy's like, hey, hey, what, what, what? I, like, I have 800 credit. <laughs> you know, freaking. Uh, well, that's galacticism, right? We're all inclusive, man. Right? Like the aliens, everyone. Right. It all goes back to the, it all goes back the to new black. future religion, which the we new decided it was going to be. Yeah, you know, we're, we're, yeah, it was like, you know, Judaism, Christianity, Buddhism back then, yeah. and then and galacticism, then, uh, baby, Muslim, and yeah. Arab, you know, now galacticism, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the religion of the future. It yeah. is. It is. Join us. We'll be the building observatories around the world. Where should the first one be built? The first uh, observatory the, church the, temple? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be sick, bro, if our temples right. were observatories. Exactly, yeah. Galactic Where should the system. first one be built? Are yeah. you thinking like on Earth or like in the galaxy? Well, there's already multiple built out in the galaxy, so yeah, we just got to channel with them, you know. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Jupiter. It's supposed to have a couple of moons that are pretty uh, livable. Jupiter be good. Jupiter yeah. be good. Yeah, yeah. We should connect our first like Earth observatory and like you know, yeah, yeah. White Rock, New Mexico, or something. I feel White like it'd Sands. be in New Mexico. Yeah. This seems yeah. like the kind of place to start a religion. There's a place it's a weird for ass place to take like a lot of astronomers with their you know yeah. telescopes like to go 
to this campsite. Yeah. And they have a bunch of pads. Right. Rock, New Mexico. Yeah, that's it's cool. The first observatory is going to be. Bro, and honestly, if we we'll just like went up to yeah. go up to Taos and like. Get followers. Yeah, we just need to get followers, which won't be hard because it's like we just need to like look cool because most like the you know it's like the the people who <laughs> okay the jw's whoever who are like on the side of the road handing out bibles right, and shit right, it's like right. those dudes look like freaking nerds but they're still right, getting right, so many right. followers it's like bro yeah. we look pretty cool we'll get it oh my god come on like <laughs> Dude, we'll get so many followers it's gonna be we have this like weird like beatles yeah yeah bigger than jesus for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're gonna get some followers, man. We're gonna start collecting. But we got it. We gotta write. We gotta write that Bible. We're writing it. The pod yeah. is writing. Yeah, it, pretty much the yeah. manifesto. But mm. this is the last thing I really wanted to talk about on this pod today is the mm. the crazy fifty four books of the Bible that aren't included uh, in the yeah. canon. Yeah, you know. And I've been watching like the History Channel docu series and reading about it a little bit, you know, on the library website. Yeah. And I have them actually now in my Amazon cart. So just got to press order on those babies. Nice, nice. But <laughs> let me just tell you quickly about, not quickly, but about some of the ones I found to be like pretty interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Enoch, Enoch should be part of the Galacticism Bible. Right? I've heard of that one. The book of there's a painter in Albuquerque, Sonia, something, um, who's part of like the mothership group Ooh, down there, channeling Enoch. Yeah, bro, she's like this Christian chick, but she's like psychedelic, like paintings and nice, stuff, and nice. it's like all these crazy ass paintings of fucking stories from the book of enoch of all these just fucking nice, angels dude. with like a thousand eyes ripping their chests open <laughs> like weird shit man she's a christian mystic yeah okay. yeah <laughs> she's a galacticist. millennial galacticist <laughs> uh yeah, Enoch. So he was mentioned in the Bible as living 300 years before the flood. Nice. And that's all that was really <laughs> mentioned about him, right? But the yeah. fucking his his actual books, there's three of them that oh, were hell yeah. in the Bible for a long time. See, that's tight. That's out. like fan fiction or yeah, something that goes yeah. into like a, right. the side the character. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the ancient, you know, cool. mystic who was 350 years yeah. old before the flood. So what's up with yeah. Enoch? What, what goes on with him? So his, they think it was taken out because he gets really into the giants mm. and they called them watchers that God sent. And they Ooh. ended up having sex with the women. The Watchers did. The Watchers did. Whoa. And they yeah. taught them war, how to use weapons, business, and how to use makeup. Oh, so the Watchers yeah. fucking suck. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> or they're awesome. You know, they taught them how to, like, you know, protect themselves and blah, blah, blah. Oh, so anyways. Right. Wait, was it more like protection or no, like waging for Enoch, it was terrible. They're like oh, having okay. sex with them and corrupting them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so their kids were the nephilim right yeah and god had to destroy the earth because the nephilim you know return visit me and dion's movie yeah. coming out in about 10 years <laughs> starring ethan hawk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh <clears throat> so that's wild right he really gets into them like just all kinds of crazy stories yeah. but what's also wild is that he's one of the only people that 
went to heaven, this special place that a lot of the scriptures mm. talk about. Yeah. He goes to heaven and he talks about, dude, it's like a parody. So he talks about the different levels Crazy. of heaven that you yeah. have to go through and like yeah, yeah. how you get through them and blah, blah, blah. So later in the gospel of Mary, mm. this same place that Enoch talks about is corroborated in Mary's gospel, mm. oh, which there's no way those two writers could have like known each other sort of thing. Sure, so anyways, sure. That's pretty wild. Enoch's wild. Yeah. And then uh, another one was Peter. Peter, the freaking guy who starts Catholicism, Apostle Peter. Yeah. That fucking dude was wild, man. Oh, sure. So there was a bunch of revelations, right? There weren't just a lot of gospels. There was a bunch of revelations, too. And John wrote the only revelation that made it. And mm -hmm. they wanted to keep it out because it's fucking bizarre. Yeah, I'm sure. Like... <clears throat> so Peter's revelation, they, they the actual, uh, uh, the actual, um, transcription is a uh, apocalypse right john's apocalypse mm -hmm. the apocalypse of john the apocalypse of Mark. yeah yeah so there's an apocalypse of peter yeah and it's fucking crazy dude he gets into like now dante's inferno he goes into hell yeah and he sees freaking guys like you know leonardo dicaprio freaking tied up by their tongues twisting oh god ah. and he <laughs> sees like trifling women like wanton yeah. women hung up by the braids of their hair that oh they use to seduce men yeah and they're fucking roasting over a fire and all of them are saying we didn't know it come to this god and god didn't give a shit for burning them alive crazy so freaking archaic, parties you know? and stuff like demon parties you know mm. and then uh his gospel the gospel of peter there's a scene where jesus freaking psychedelic man lsd gets off of the cross and starts talking to the cross and the cross Whoa. walks yeah. towards him a walking talking cross yeah and jesus is like did you freaking like, you know, do the work of the Lord and the cross is like, I did look. And he like opens his arms covered in blood and shit. Freaking wild, man. Wild. And just some other yeah. like small hitters, like gospel. Of small Mark. hitters. <laughs> the ending scene where he dies and he's talking to the two dudes. Yeah. While he goes and talks to Mark, he, like Mark, somebody like taps one of the apostles on the shoulder and it's Jesus. Yeah. And he's like, see that tree over there? That guy like hanging on a tree, like way far from the crucifixion. He's yeah. like, that's me over there. Like, that's not me up there on the cross. So like that really questions the what whole the canon, yeah. you know, and whether or not, but it also has like a, this interesting teaching moment too, you know, mm. that these theologians dissected in this really cool way, but you know, yeah. And then of course the gospel of Mary was taken out. She's going to be one of the main apostles. And then she yeah. was actually the successor to Jesus. And then, you know, my favorite, the gospel of Judas, I always knew he was fucking Jesus told him, dude, you right. have to do this. Yeah, like, yeah. I have to die. You have to sell me out. Yeah, he would have never done it for a few shillings, you know. Right, but wasn't he, Judas yeah. like the most loved or, or something like yeah, that? Exactly. Right, like yeah, he did it because Jesus told him to do it, and yeah. he's gonna have a special place in heaven despite not wanting to do right. it. Right, so. man, that's wild. Um, 
Oh, I kind of add some, but I lost it. That's a lot to, that's a lot to absorb. It is a lot. Yeah. And then there's like these weird books too, that are called like the song of freedom or something like that. Or like the God, like, and they're not gospels or anything. They're, they were just books in the Bible. Yeah. You know, and they're, one of them has a different Genesis story. Oh, cool. And that they're, I love creation stories. They're so, <laughs> so fascinating. Cool. Yeah. And like in this one, Eve tells God, dude, I was fucking, <laughs> Yo, bro, I was fucking seduced and like, and and tricked by the snake. Like, it wasn't me, man. I'm telling you that freaking snake, you know, mm. they didn't want that in there, the priests. And then freaking, yeah. uh, they end up having like, uh, mad kids. Like they name like 60 children, not just Cain and Abel and freaking, you know, they, it like goes into their whole entire line, lineage and stuff like that. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. 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 Do you think, <laughs> do you think that, okay, God as a character in the Bible matures, Okay. right? There's character development, which is uh, kind of odd to think about, you know, but from beginning Old Testament to end New Testament, it's the same God, but a very different God, right? I mean, the Old Testament right. is uh, fire and brimstone, you know, punish everyone, all that, right? Enoch, tripping balls. Yeah, crazy yeah. shit. And then New Testament God is compassion, love thy neighbor, right? All that. I'll send you my son as a sacrifice. I mean, you know, much more uh, love and compassion there. Do you think if there's a God or even if just life force itself right let's call it that universe life force just the human collective conscious even is there a maturation process that's going on here i don't think so no because even look at okay killer's moon man like well maybe on you know maybe on the macro scale that you're saying or like on the other scale is like you know sort of on the civilization yeah or even take it away from god is he is humanity maturing as a collective matured okay what about humanity do you think humanity is maturing as a collective are we getting better i mean you know i know it feels like a hot moment there's a lot of wars going on etc back to what we're saying i think there has been progress made you know this isn't you know the way the way things yeah the kkk isn't doing marches in the santa fe plaza right yeah and like you know a hundred you know a lot of like native american girls still go missing it's pretty sad yeah it's terrifying away from the cops and stuff like that but again Mm -hmm. it's it's different it's an awareness um you know thousands of ceos that were hired last year were you know minority women or whatever right so like yes there has been a maturation process you know yeah and uh relating it to god though would be pretty wild because then we would need something else to mature us because it was actually jesus who matured the bible god and it was never god was like i guess you know and like i'll give you my son fucking to to die yeah yeah you know freaking say well i guess i'm gonna sacrifice my child jeez guy's crazy yeah yeah. and but he never actually changes his stance it's jesus and jesus actually had to kind of like fight with them and jesus didn't really like the original testament and then Mm. 
the only uh <clears throat> jesus is a millennial bro he's jesus a, is full uh, millennial boomer. full metro <laughs> full, he's a metro millennial <laughs> freaking fuck you dad fuck Look you it. dad man come on and man. the only talk we do get of god in the in the new testament is in revelations when he's fucking murdering everybody yeah, yet again yeah yeah cool trumpets from the sky and freaking yeah. demons and snakes and dragons yeah cool, man yeah he's a pretty far out guy he's like very uh yeah dante's inferno carnival ride or something yeah. you know just yeah. like a satan with a you know pitchfork fucking poking you in the ass if like there was a hell and i went to it i'd be so mad i'd make it hell for them yeah i'd be like we need to get this guy out of here i'd we be got, complaining he's the whole too time. much man like, it's so fucking hot in here pele <laughs> Damn, the God, there's no air conditioning oh, fuck you, there's bro. air conditioning <laughs> take me down man my tongue hurts man. yeah that'd suck um of course, yeah. they're all just tropes and stories. And that's why I find it interesting, the Enoch and the Gnostic yeah, Bible yeah. and all this stuff. is Because yeah. it's all just canon. It's literally yeah. like... I mean, it's deeply creative, right? other books Tolkien wrote. Yeah, you know, exactly. About yeah. Lord of the Rings. Just like, yeah. oh shit, a book about Bilbo Baggins' freaking right, right. brother or something. Yeah, the you know? Somalarian yeah. <laughs> part four or something. Like, exactly. oh shit, like we found like it in this chester drawer in his, yeah, in his like attic, the, you know? The first college yeah. he went to, there's like a book he was writing never right, told right. anybody about we'd be stoked you know right yeah and it's deeply creative i mean whoever was writing these books whether their names correlated with you know a, some dude named enoch actually wrote this or not it doesn't right, matter whoever right, did right. write it could have been multiple people who knows but whoever sure. wrote it deeply creative right i yeah, mean it's right. definitely these people were uh, artists and creative visionaries right for sure who were just fucking out in the desert or something freaking out writing down these weird stories and then maybe sharing them with their friends and be like oh that just check this out the shit's wild you know right, they right, didn't have right. movies they couldn't go see scorsese geriatric films they had to like tell each other stories and they came up with some exactly. weird shit you know these crazy oral traditions yeah that, yeah and you know a lot of the stories of the bible are are old buddhist stories or old you know stories from other cultures that were you know just adapted names were changed and you know boom it's just like a continuation just like you know we've seen the same comedy over and over again we've seen the, you know these these stories weren't necessarily new they're added on to in a weird time when nobody re really wrote yeah you know just like these weird like uh religious elites and uh you know create creative and wild that it stood the test of time all this time you know yeah what's most wild is that people believe it for fact and don't see it as just like this really interesting yeah. creative book you know? right right but, yeah yeah there's a lot of metaphorical truth in it right sure. i mean but any story right i mean i could read a story um i don't know written by like neil gaiman or some shit and be like wow that story was really allegorical and taught me a right, lot about right, life right. you know it's kind of the same thing just like a oftly repeated story tradition right you know? right or not maybe there's something deeper 
who knows who knows you who know, knows yeah know. we don't know yeah that's 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 what i don't like about religions is they always have the answers you know well I yeah, like to be on the a, side yeah. of the fence where we just don't know yeah know? yeah yeah i don't know i just don't want to wake up in hell you know that's for yeah. sure yeah that like, suck yeah die and wake up and i'm in the violet crown watching killers of the flowers moon just started right, know, right over and over again just like oh this movie's the worst yeah it's vaguely interesting <laughs> this movie's so vaguely interesting oh, God, get me out of this theater um yeah but but yeah i don't know all that bible history and stuff it, it's gonna come in handy when we're when we're writing the, the uh, galactic bible well know, yeah the yeah. galactic text yeah well, that's the thing. There was, um, I heard this book that was saying that these Russian, um, Russian media people were pretty much taking their cue from right wing media in the U.S. You know, in order to, I don't know, thought control their people essentially, right? So, you know, you got to learn from the best. So it's like if we want to start a religion, you know, let's go study. Right. The exactly. people who have started religions, you know, right, right, right. Joseph Campbell and shit, or not Joseph Campbell. It's that's the uh, that's hero's the hero journey. journey guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who's or the Joseph Mormon guy? Smith. Yeah, Joseph yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh, the uh, what's the Jehovah Witness guy? Uh, the first one was Rutherford. Rutherford. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then uh, who was the uh, Scientology guy? Um. They called him like JR or QR or something. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I forgot the guy's name. We salute you, freaking Tom Cruise. <laughs> so nuts. And they came on the ships and they're going to <laughs> <laughs> dropped into a volcano. Man, I fell into a Scientology hole there, freaking, for a little while. Remember that? I was just like, yeah, you became a Scientologist for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's playing like musical chairs. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Religions just fascinate me. Like, I would never oh, they join are one. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the like, you know, fake shit. That's that you know, mystical, like magical. All that stuff is so interesting to me. Just yeah. like whether it's like aliens or. Well, yeah. And I think that's some that's part of it, too. It just like adds like a level of a. Uh, fantasy to the world and i don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing even you know right. i mean to engage in a ritual practice people have been doing that for the entire entire existence for the hundred thousand years that human beings have been around we have had these deeply ritualistic and symbolic practices right right and if anything like atheism like that's new shit that's there's been no other culture or society that was largely atheist to my knowledge, you know, who knows, right, but, right. um, yeah. And I think it just adds something to, even if it is all play pretend, it's a, it's a fun pretend game to play, you know, <laughs> right. within reason, if it's not, you know, persecuting other people, for all that sure, shit, for right. Sure. But yeah, you're fucking indoctrinating like, everyone. Yeah, your crazy wife's shit. not going to yeah. like have to go live with brother yeah. Yeah. now or like brother John, <laughs> you know, right. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's it's good. But you know, wars and shit, all this stuff that gets yeah, caused over. Yeah. It's crazy. Galacticism's gonna end all that, of course. Well, know. yeah. That's gonna be the galacticism's gonna be the. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be the religion that ends all the uh, war and everything else. Right. The be yeah. all end all. Yeah. Everything you're looking for 
is going to be satisfied by galacticism. Right. Right. Yeah. Do you feel in your life that something is missing? Do you feel like something's just like vaguely off? You know, there's something you've always been looking for, always craving that you never quite found. Join us. Galacticism. Galacticism. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like you just like need to put on a jacket? Galacticism. Yeah. Do you feel like you need to just like be in a museum and be wowed and moved galacticism galacticism do you feel like you've oh do you feel like you have this deeper potential that that something in your life is not being met that that you actually just have this potential to be doing so much more galacticism Galacticism. (laughs) do you feel like you know you're just losing your grip on your sexuality (laughs) romantic lifestyle your partner finding a partner Galacticism, baby. <laughs> yeah. All right. One more. One more. All right. All right. Society really fucked up right now. We don't know what's coming. Yeah. It's, it's getting scary out there. It is. Pandemics, wars, economic uncertainty, political upheaval. The one thing you can rely on. Only one. The only one thing you can rely on. Come join us. Come join, Come us. join us, listeners. Galacticism. Galacticism. On behalf of the Jarrods, thank you for listening. Follow, rate and tell your friends about the show. The muchachos will be back next week, and always remember. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are, and change the end. Buenos noches.